0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show.
1: Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is Friday. It is the uh, the lunchtime. And, folks, it is also holiday weekend, but there is just so much going on. With this uh, pandemic and and, and it's um, it's really right now uh, with these mandates and people are still, you know, fighting and, and um, the situation, whether it be local where now you have teachers that are being fired and then the frontline workers who were still under attack. It's um, and then, of course, uh, President Biden, who is is uh, overseas right now. But folks, it's um, this is this is not. <clears throat> I don't think I can I can speak for everyone. This is not what people thought it was supposed to be. This was supposed to be someone that we were told was going to bring everyone together, and in fact, it uh, obviously has not worked out this way. So as we uh, kick things off, and again, folks, we're also <clears throat> remember you um, you can uh, watch the uh, program. We do our uh, live stream as far as on facebook live so you just find the page john DePietro show and then you can be part of the program this part of the john DePietro show folks as we kick things off at 1207 on this friday is brought to you by pr landscape materials and garden center now listen they're open seven days a week they have had a fantastic season shop local family-run business It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. And maybe this weekend. Now, listen, Sunday, it is going to be dry out. So there's going to be supposedly heavy rain tomorrow. But then it's going to be dry for Halloween. So why not pop in and see them? And they still have great selection on uh, pumpkins and sugar pumpkins and straw. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them also on Facebook. Folks, they have everything you need. And on top of that, everything to make your property look the best it can. Remember, this is a great time of year. So whether it is screen loom or crushed stone and mulch, stop in and see them at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Folks, stop in and see them this weekend. Again, they're open seven days a week, and uh, it's a great time to stop in and improve your property. I want to welcome in everyone that's tuning in on uh, Facebook Live. Folks, please share that you're watching, and then also uh, click the Like button, so that way then you find out, and then you know... When it is that we go live, I hear from different people that say, Juan, I, I'd love to know when you're going to be. Well, the easiest way is, see, that is the beauty of if you use the uh, click the like button. And that way you do get notified through Facebook, by the way. When we go live, you do get notified that way. So um, check that out. And then also, folks, remember, check out the website, depetro.com, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, which is brought to you by. The Senadale Revival, comfort food and cocktails. Stop in and see Shane and Company, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence in Senadale Revival. Delicious food, great appetizers, delicious hamburgers, something on the menu for everyone, and delicious drinks as well. Uh, Plenty of free, safe parking. Stop in and see them. At Centerdale Revival, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. Shane and company has a great staff there. 2025 Smith Street, right there in North Province. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, we have made it to Friday. As I've said, um, there's a couple of stories locally. But the um, the Biden administration, folks, this is a big week coming up for Biden on whether or not he can actually get anything done Uh, In Washington, and there's a lot riding on it. As a matter of fact, the the governor's race in both Virginia and New Jersey are very very close. But of course, folks, the big story is what's going on with these vaccination deadlines. And as I mentioned last hour, you know, you have a problem where there's going to be less police in New York, more trash, firehouses cleared out, fewer ambulances. Um, You also have the situation locally. And I played it last hour of these teachers that are going to apparently lose their jobs and the school committee voting to get rid of them. And it's all folks over this fight over the the vaccination. And let me, let me just say this. I mean, some of this does not make sense to me, especially the rates are so low. And if, if for whatever reason, I, I still think this should be a way that this can be worked out. As opposed to the direction uh, that they're going right now with these mandates. And as I mentioned, I, I spoke with a frontline worker that told me that at Kent Hospital, they got rid of, they uh, terminated the traveling nurses uh, in at Kent. But then they were quickly hired at Rhode Island Hospital because they're so desperate for staff. So, you know, that's not consistent. That doesn't make sense. Um, you know, the big focal point this morning was up at the uh, director administration building or administration building, I should say. They had the big lottery for the cannabis licenses. I mean, that's like the direction the state is going right now. And I don't think it's in the right direction. And we also have how about the fact, folks, you want to talk about lost U.S., the U.S., the Biden administration are in talks to paying millions To families that were separated at the border, they're talking about $450,000 per person. This is absurdity at this point. And, you know, we are becoming two nations, right? You have the people in our area of Rhode Island, Massachusetts. You have many of us, many of you and us, I'll put myself in that category, that are fighting to try to hold on to, you know, the America and our land the way we remember it the way you remember it, the way it should be. But we're really going in two different directions. It really is becoming two countries. You know, it, it wasn't lost on people that Florida right now, Florida is just rocking. They have a great governor. Uh, lowest, they, they won't go along with the mandates. They have the, the lowest rates for COVID. Florida is booming right now. With people moving there, with companies, with jobs, their economy, it is absolutely just thriving right now. And then you have, you know, the Northeast, where, in other parts of the country, but especially the Northeast Corridor, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and you, you have people that are trying to hold on to things the way they have been. And I mean in a positive way. I mean in a positive way, but uh, this Vax fallout—it's um—it's serious. It's also not your imagination that you know not everyone in the media is on board with it. The way that people are uh, portrayed—you can you can tell a lot of it. The uh, the Barrington teachers, this the the these three teachers last night, and they were told now they are suspended. The, uh, the new battlegrounds really have turned to a lot of these school committees and people are getting involved and they don't, you know, make no mistake about it. Barrington School Committee rejects making accommodations for three unvaccinated teachers. The education system in the state right now is at an all time low and you don't even hear anyone. You know, those test scores came out yesterday and all you hear is stay the course. Um, I'm, I am kind of surprised and I'm hoping that next year with the statewide elections that the Republican Party, the candidates that run will bring some balance to the conversation because, you know, there's there's definitely an opportunity for people to get involved. And, you know, it's it's not a bad thing if the people that start getting involved saying, I don't like what's going on at the schools. I don't like what's going on at my child's school. I don't like how I can't even ask a question. You know, the the Providence school system is is such a bottomless pit. I'm not even going to waste our time getting into it. It should have been disbanded. It They should put it out of business and just start fresh. It is a failure. It's a massive failure. You could argue that it's built for failure. But one thing I know is this uh, mechanism, equation. The model they have right now for the public school system in whether it be Providence or protected Central Falls, folks, it's, it's failed. It's a massive failure. They're not going to turn it around. They may nibble at the edges, but it can't be turned around. It cannot. It is like playing to lose. It's like the rig game. It, it is that th- no one is they're not going to we're going to straighten it out. They're not going to straighten it out. It is it's a job factory. It's a very expensive babysitting service is what it is. It's giant daycare. And what they're continuing to fuel, you know, you have language barriers. You've had language barriers for a long time. They they can't make changes. Principals can't implement the, what they want to implement. Um. The teachers union grip is just too strong. They can't make changes. Uh, You know, I don't have to use the example of professional sports where they have competition, where they have trade deadlines. You know, picture a team that every year, you know, do you want to be the Detroit Lions every year? They think it's going to change and it doesn't change. It just continues. And then look, look at. You know, I know it's not a perfect analogy, but look at the, the dynamic of the Patriots realize Cam Newton isn't the guy that get us to where we want to be. So they put in Mac Jones. Why? Because the whole purpose is to win and to give the team the best chance of winning. They're not doing that. I mean, this is the Providence school system. In the as a matter of fact, by and large, with a few exceptions, the Rhode Island public school system. Is basically all they're doing. It's really like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. I mean, that's what it is. There's a few pockets. Uh, the system is built to fail, it's not based on results. As I've told you, I've spoken with many teachers. If the chi- children get F's, they get the same amount of pay. If the children get A's, they get the same amount of pay. <clears throat> if they teach school from their kitchen, There's no difference in pay between that or if they're in the classroom. If the kids show up to school or don't show up to school, there's no difference at all. So everyone can blame the pandemic and all this other stuff. But the bottom line, there's no competition. There's no accountability. Now, conversely, do you know, in the state of Florida, if you have a school that is designated a failing school, boom, a charter school can open right near it. And then the parents have the decision. Now you have competition. Now you have, if, if you don't have and de- de- deliver for these children, they may leave and go somewhere else. And that's the only thing that people understand. It's the only thing they understand. Now I also will, I think I'll play, five new medical marijuana dispensaries picked to open across Rhode Island. This is the big news of the day. But just a photo of the former FBI guy blindfolded, reaching in. I mean, it is just five new medical marijuana dispensaries are expected. This is the state's version of economic development. The lot, the random lottery, geographic zones resulted in five winners: MRI Compassion Center in Socket, Pinnacle Compassion Center in Central Falls. Yeah, that's what they need. We need more uh, illegal smoking cannabis in uh, Central Falls. Green Wave Compassion Center in Foster. Solar therapeutics in Cranston and plant-based compassion care in South Kingstown. Um, none of those municipalities currently have a dispensary. No New Rhode Island as compassion centers because it just sounds better. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all, listen, I mean, I, I just don't, this, this is just like a new wave of corruption. And and I'll get to the bottom of it. I'm still not sure exactly how it's going other than they have to pay 500000 but what, what exactly is going on here, folks, between the, you know, uh, people separated, illegal, separated at the border may get 400,000 each. And now, you know, that, that's not economic development. You know, what about the injection centers they're going to have? Do You know, I actually received a uh, uh, Facebook message complaint from someone because they didn't like the story that we did on Dipetro.com because the woman said, why are you referring it to it? Why do you Rhode Island set to become junkie state? And you can see the, um, the story on the website, tweetrope.com. You know, look at how the person that sent me that uh, message. They're more upset that I said Rhode Island set to become the junkie state than the fact that they're about to allow heroin, meth, and fentanyl to be legal in Rhode Island. They're more upset. Seemingly, that I use the word junkie as opposed to why are we going to allow these injection sites, injection centers? It's going to result in more drug addicts. It's going to result in more crime. Right. It's going to someone wants to go to the center to shoot up wherever it's going to be. And on the way there, they realize, number one, they don't have money. And a lot of the drug dealers are going to be allowed to sell heroin, fentanyl and meth right near the injection centers. Wait till that list is announced. We'll see where they place those down. But anyhow, so they're going to have, you know, so what do you think is going to happen in the neighborhoods near where the injection centers are? People are going to break into homes. People are going to break into cars. Why? Because they need cash. They're going to rob people. They, they're going to need to get money to be able to visit the injection center. Um, this is not, they say, well, this is going to cut down on the number of overdoses. There's no evidence of that in any way. What they're going to do is they're going to increase the number of people that have dr- serious drug problems. All right. Serious drug problems. When you're talking about someone that will put a needle in their arm, right, someone who is injecting heroin, someone who's injecting meth, or someone who's injecting fentanyl, that crosses over. This is not the, the recreational cannabis user. This isn't somebody, you know, sharing a J on the way to a Twin River or having an edible When you are injecting this stuff or having it injected into your veins, these are people with serious drug problems. They are sending a message. You can live in Rhode Island. We're going to give you free benefits, and you can manage your drug problem. I don't think it's positive. You're just going to raise the number of people with serious drug problems. That's what it is. And whatever that number is, but uh, granted, so- People go there, they bring their junk, they test it, and they say, you're good to go. Or maybe they say, well, well, bad batch, you don't want to do that. What's the person going to do? Say, oh, well, and no, then they're going to find, well, where can I get some? They still have the need, right, where they they want to shoot up. I mean, I hate even talking about it, but it's happening. It's going to start. We are 60 days out. And folks, already online. You see people with serious drug problems out the of the country, you know, reaching out, trying to find a place to come and live in Rhode Island. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. I'll tell you, this is still a great time between now you have about 30 more days. And then once wintertime sets in, it's very difficult to do it. But letter J, J. Perry Paving provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 401-732-1730 for a free quote. 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big or small. Whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving today. Look for them on Facebook. The website is letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. And folks, remember, no one is better towards veterans than J. Perry Paving. As a matter of fact, they have a monthly drawing for veterans who get their driveways basically paved for free. Contact J Perry Paving today 401-732-1730. Folks, as always, visit the website depetro.com, depetro.com which is brought to you by Pat Elston, Caldwell Bank or Realty, Pat 20 years experience. She's based in Cumberland. This is the realtor you want. 401-474-5253. There's a link right at the website. DePetro.com licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, servicing all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Pat Elston, the realtor who gets real results, 401-474-5253. Again, call Pat. Maybe you've done business with her in the past. Maybe you bought a home or a piece of property with her or sold one. Call Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. Folks, in this real estate market, this is not the time as we like to say, go with amateur hour. So I want to play. We do have some sound. Um, there is nothing guaranteed right now. I mean, think how embarrassing this is in Washington, that basically what they do is they um, basically said to the Democrats, listen, President Biden's going overseas. You don't want to embarrass him. So let's try to give him some kind of a win. Uh, but meanwhile, folks, it's not your imagination. I mean, the country is falling apart. Let's start with these vax mandates. Let's start with the Today Show talking about New York City. COVID
2: vaccine mandates in cities all across the country, and things are really coming to a head here in New York. Police officers, firefighters, and other city workers must show proof of COVID vaccination by tonight or risk losing their jobs. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez is on the story for us. Gabe, Good morning.
3: Savannah, good morning. 160,000 workers employed by New York City have until 5 p.m. tonight to show proof they've had at least one shot. But as that deadline fast approaches, the largest fire department in the nation, the FDNY, is preparing for a possible shortage of first responders. Today, City, unvaccinated municipal workers have just hours to get their first COVID shot. Employees who don't have at least one shot by 5 p.m. tonight face unpaid leave starting Monday. Our a choice about their health. Hundreds of firefighters and their supporters protesting Thursday outside Mayor Bill de Blasio's home. I'm not against vaccines. I'm against taking Right now, the FDNY says just 65% of its firefighters have received at least one shot. Union officials say up to one-fifth of fire companies could close, but the city says it will make do. Though it's planning mandatory overtime and canceling vacations if necessary.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it's going to work out. I mean, the city is dangerous enough. But folks, close to home. You know, things are deteriorating in the hospitals, in the nursing homes. And next, when is it coming up? Next Friday, the frontline workers are going to try to do a town hall meeting at the Rhode Island State House. So we plan on covering it. Um, I believe they've invited Governor McKee. But certainly, um, you know, th- there's no indication in any way that he is, in fact, um, you know, going to be uh, attending. There's, there's no indication that he's going to be attending that. So, no, folks, right now, but the frontline workers, you know, it's it's continuing. Uh, this portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, I want to uh, give a special um, recognition to The CBD Store. The CBD Store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Now, you can find them on Facebook, and they're right off of ninety five. Right across from Airport Plaza. The name of it is The CBD Store. Hemp and CBD, all natural. And if not for yourself, now, what do they have as far as for people? Well, people that are fighting stress, anxiety, um, maybe you have trouble sleeping or trouble staying asleep, pain management or seizure. Stop it and see them at The CBD Store. But another thing they have that I strongly recommend Is This is for pets. Now, Michael uh, gave me some of this and said uh, for young Rumsfeld, for our little dog, Rummy, start to put some of this on his food or you can put it right in his mouth. And folks, and I've I've told a story, you know, he's 15 years old, so he can't vocalize that, you know, his back hind legs are giving a hard time or his paws are tired or, you know, he was even his um, he hurt his back from wagging his tail so much. So, folks, we gave some of this. I am telling you, he's bouncing around like he's five years younger. The CBD store. Stop it and see Michael. And remember, if you mention the John DiPietro show, it's 25% off. Pop it and see them. Between that for your pet and then this for yourself. Try. These are the Delta 8 gummies. You just take a little bit. 30 minutes before I'm ready to turn out the light just a a quarter of it, and boom, folks, you sleep like you're in a coma. Nice, relaxing, peaceful sleep, all natural. The CBD Store, Stop It and See Michael, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Well, folks, right now at 1230, good afternoon. It's the John DePetro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, Depetro.com. Don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coheset Inn. A great meal is waiting for you, 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. It's the Coheset Inn. So the education system is um, I recognize that in some ways, because of what's you know going on right now with COVID and because uh, the distance learning that uh, um, a lot of um, people are allowing or just saying, you know, it's, um, it's understandable with what's happening. But folks, that, that doesn't solve the problem right it doesn't solve the problem there, there's a problem with the public education system there is um, there, there's a problem with the formula and the the formula is not it's not changing it's it's not improving it's 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 not getting better right now uh, this system needs to change but what's what's frightening is you don't hear a lot of people in power that are even, questioning it. They're even asking about that or demanding that, you know, something needs to be done about it as far as what's going on in the schools. And I think, you know, next year uh, with the the statewide elections, you know, this is going to be an opportunity to have the Republican Party and others step forward and, and finally make a decision and Really try in right now on Tuesday is the election in Virginia, Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat, may go down and defeat because a lot of Democrats are voting against him because of critical race theory. Now, of course, the, the big news is President Biden. He claims Pope Francis told him he's a good Catholic and should keep receiving communion. But, you know, we have to take his word for it. Um, we all know, with President Biden overseas, <clears throat> that the entire country—it's—it's it's like holding their collective breath on whether or not he can actually handle himself. Handle himself, excuse me, on the the national stage. But I want to get to um, some of the sound uh, that is definitely a problem with what's happening, in, um that with. These mandates and, and how it's it's actually affecting public safety. It is absolutely affecting public safety, whether it be at a nursing home, whether it be at a hospital. Now you're going to have the the first responders, folks. I know we don't have the the big election, but the big election coming up on Tuesday. This um this could be major if and also the race in New Jersey is also um is very very close but folks this this biden presidency and and i recognize there's a lot of people that are listening right now that voted for him this that the country is just not going in the right direction um we are becoming like two separate countries i want to play chris wallace was talking about the, the biden presidency just a short time ago and um on uh, Fox and I want to play some of this this is uh, Chris Wallace
4: here in New York uh, you were on a phone call with a lot of reporters from the White House as well getting their take on it where do you think the Biden presidency is now after yesterday and then last night
0: well not in good shape Uh, and and the fact of the matter is that that Joe Biden doesn't have enough juice. not with Republicans he doesn't have enough juice with his own party Because remember, this has nothing to do with Republicans. This is something that his party could do. He doesn't have enough Jews with his own party that's twice now in a month that he's gone up to the Hill, met with the House Democratic Caucus, pleaded with them to pass the infrastructure bill and, in effect, said, I'm going to cover you. I've got your back on this big tax and spend. I guess it's now down to $1.75 trillion. And as you just saw in Chad's piece, the the left wing of the party, that's not enough for them. You know, I've been covering Washington, Bill, for 40 years, and you don't put the president in a room Maybe with a foreign lady you do, but not with with certainly not with members of his own party unless you know what the result is going to be. And, and, and you normally know the result because either people are too supportive of him or too scared of him to buck him. But that's not true with Joe Biden. He goes up there and he says, my presidency and the House uh, uh, and, and Senate Democratic majorities will be determined by what happens, he said, in the next week. But he really wanted it yesterday. And they ignore him. They, they give him the back of their hand. So uh, that's not a good sign for a president when he doesn't have enough juice within the yeah. members of his own party to get an important bill passed.
2: All right, let's move on to the uh, gubernatorial race in Virginia. And I want to look at this poll and then have you react to it. Uh, It's interesting to watch what's going on here. This Fox News poll on the race shows that Republican Glenn Youngkin has pulled ahead of Democrat Terry McAuliffe less than uh, one week before the election. Uh, This is a big shift, Chris, from just two weeks ago when McAuliffe was ahead by five. So is Virginia a bellwether for midterms? And what can uh, 2022 candidates learn from the tactics used from each side?
0: Well, we'll obviously have to see. You know, that poll is obviously uh, good news for and bad news for McAuliffe. We'll have to see what actually happens next Tuesday. But I think there are some lessons. One of them is that uh, that attacking Donald Trump, as Terry McAuliffe has, and as Gavin Newsom did in the, re- in the recall, isn't a surefire win for Democrats to win and to energize the Democratic base. Two, education is a really powerful issue, and the issue of parents' role in their kids' education. And it- It may just be that this is a way, you know, we saw suburban voters, particularly suburban women. Really flood away from the Republican Party in in their uh, opposition or uh, disenchantment with Trump policies and Trump behavior. It may just be that education is a really effective way for Republicans to win them back. And let me say, That's if right. you think that the Biden agenda is have, having a tough time right now, and it is, if Terry McAuliffe in a state that that Joe Biden won by 10 points uh, a year ago in the in the 2020 election, if if it goes for a Republican. Against a popular former governor, Terry McAuliffe, next Tuesday, you're going to see Democrats run for the hill, and they're you're hills, exactly they're right. Be, yeah. They're going to yeah. want to go as far away from Joe Biden and the Democratic agenda as they can. And if it was tough to pass these bills in Congress this week, mm-hmm. after uh, mm-hmm. if, and you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Sure. If McAuliffe loses, it's going to be even tougher next.
4: Uh, week. That's going to make for a very difficult week for this uh, this administration. Uh, go back to the point about going in the room with House Democrats yesterday. Maybe he was putting the squeeze on them, you know, saying my administration's on the line. If you want to get reelected next year in midterms, you've got to vote for this thing. But then the Progressive Caucus at 5 o'clock yesterday came out, and 96 members now said, we're not going forward until you present both bills at the same time. And you look at that social spending bill, Chris, you start to get in the detail. It is massively complex. Then you look at the pay-fors on the taxation side. We've never done it that way before. You know, 15% of profits from a company that makes a billion dollars, or if you're a millionaire making more than $10 million a year, it's a 3% surtax, and on it goes. Mm -hmm. And when you start to think about the complexities, and now that it's sitting on the shelf, you wonder, Chris, if the progressives hold together if both of these bills go down. What is your view on that?
0: Well, it's certainly possible. And, and, you know, for all the presidents talk about a framework, it's just the it's an outline because you could see that there were people on both sides saying Bernie Sanders says I'm not satisfied with it. Kirsten Gillibrand says, you know, I don't like family leave out of it. So there's a lot of negotiating still to go on both of these bills. The only reason I think they're going to pass something is because the political impact of passing nothing. I mean, some people, maybe it's exaggerated but some people would say that if he gets neither of these bills through, it's the end of the Biden presidency wow. in year one which is when presidents get most wow. things done uh, so, so I think you have to wait and see, but if, if, if and again, if he didn't get anything through, uh, I think it would be really damaging to him and to Democrats so, which is why I think they'll end up passing something because I think the political alternative is just unacceptable
2: Yeah, I mean, this is no surprise the AP poll is showing that Biden's handling of um, spending negotiations Ain't going so well. Um, a lot of people disapprove of it. Um, here is case in
1: point. You know, folks, that is um, I think really good, really good analysis again from uh Chris, Chris Wallace. And what's also so important about this is see, things could be lining up for change next year. <clears throat> right now at 1240, good afternoon. You're listening to the Johnny Petro show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Folks, as I've told you, when I'm at some of these Governor McKee briefings and the Governor McKee will say, well, you know, uh, President Biden is advising us this or President Biden is advising that. I swear I'm the only one in the room that thinks like, well, why would we be listening to that guy? I mean, the administration, the presidency is already failing, but things could be lining up. I think we could be starting to be at a breaking point because the question is, how much are you willing to put up with? You know, as we know by now, and you should know, you know, the Haitians being flown into Quonset Airport, all these illegals from the border being secretly flown into Rhode Island. By the way, they I think they also are flown into uh, the Cape. I mean, they're flown into different areas but they're not coming in through T.F. Green, importing all these voters, <clears throat> standing by the Biden administration, all these illegals coming in, folks. And, you know, it's frightening how much they want to roll out the red carpet and how much the progressives in Black Lives Matter are dominating the conversation up at the statehouse. You don't hear anything for small business. It's all giveaways, low-income housing We've got to help the homeless. We have to help the illegals. <clears throat> As I've said, when's the last time you don't hear anyone saying we have to do something to help the middle class, the people that are really working hard, trying to raise their families in this area? You don't hear that. Everything is for the fringe groups. The more that Biden falls, you know this. And I know that Governor Baker could also be facing a primary. Um I, th- I think we're at a breaking point where people are only going to put up with so much. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You have critical race theory in the schools. You have members of the media. How about members of the media that were attacking people like Hero Mom, Nicole Salas, who was talking about this. You know, there's um, some of the stories being told. I'm going to play the mother of her young child coming home and what they were told at school. It's really appalling. I think education could be the path that could really wake people up. And right now, if you're one of those at 1242, if you're one of those Biden Democrats, and you're saying, you know, you didn't like President Trump and you didn't like, as they say, the mean tweets. But you have to look because Governor McKee, he's standing on the side of the street with all the illegals and all the, you know the welfare and every they they're with all the government government programs. Who's standing with you? No one is standing with you. The frontline workers. Boom, you're out of work, right? All of this talk about equity and we have to help Central Falls and what about helping the people that hold jobs, right? In your family, the mother, father, both work, trying to. Live in a decent neighborhood, trying to put the kids through school. Um, you have like a mayor Lorza just destroying the framework in Providence, allowing all the protests, allowing the rioting, allowing all the illegals to come over and take in, take over, allowing gang wars, allowing the ATV riders. Absolutely disgraceful. Folks, right now at 1244, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by R. E. Coogan Heating. Folks, it's Cooks. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R. E. Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling. As cook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Gas boiler, oil burner. Folks, call R.E. Coogan Heating. The heating season is here. Call Coogs 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook, and then the website is R.E. com. Folks, you hear me mention the website, petrocom We have some more exclusive stories going up, uh, stories and videos that you can't see anywhere else. And don't forget, petrocom which is brought to you by... End Zone sports, sports Pub. Stop it and see Dana. They'll have the World Series on. They'll have the Patriots this weekend, college football, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. And don't forget, they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. They have the NFL ticket on Sunday. Stop it and see them. End Zone Sports Pub. I want to just play, you know, when you think about it, folks, why is, um, why is critical race theory? Why are all these things being taught in the Rhode Island schools when... The children are failing so poorly. I played this. Listen to this mother speaking out at a uh, school committee meeting of what happened with her six-year-old when her six-year-old came home. Listen to this.
2: My children are now in private school and are thriving. We had specifically moved into LCPS out of LCPS due to the swift and uncompromising political agenda of Superintendents Williams, Ziegler, and the school board that have forced upon us. First, it was in early spring of 2020 when my... A six-year-old somberly came to me and asked me if she was born evil because she was a white person, something she learned in a history lesson at school. Then you kept the school's closed for a year and a half despite the science indicating that it was safe for kids to return. And now you've covered up a rape, then arrested, humiliated, and falsely accused her parents of being domestic terrorists. I wish I could return my kids to LCPS. Private school's expensive, and I want my kids to be able to walk home from school with their friends in their own community. I refuse to allow you to destroy our schools. They are not your schools. They are our schools. You all should be ashamed, and you should have the moral courage to admit you are wrong and step down.
1: You know, that takes courage to do. And, folks, and again, good afternoon. Right now at 1246, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, last August, you know, I still have the video. It was organized by the teachers' unions, and they would not go back to school. I covered the protest at the Rhode Island Statehouse that was so pathetic with these, and they were union run. You know, the teachers filling out the wills. You know, I can't teach from the grave, totally frightening people. How about the parents bringing their children to these protests? It's not safe. How many kids, you know, some of them saying to me, what's the number of children that's acceptable to you that should, you know, should die? What's the number of teachers? None of it happened. None of it happened. And the teachers union in Warwick, you know, that's one thing. Now, Commerce Secretary, Governor Raimondo pushed back. Governor Raimondo pushed back. What did she say about those Warwick teachers? They threw in the towel and quit on those kids. She said the same thing about Pawtucket. You know, Governor McKee does not stand up to them the way that Gina Raimondo did. I'll give her credit for that. She certainly had courage in doing that. Without question, she did. She stood up to them. You don't find that. And now, and when you look it back, first, they were, last year, last September, folks, I covered it. They can try to change it around now. The union was fighting it. The union was absolutely fighting it. We got to make it safe and air filtration and blah, blah, blah. It was all games. You know why they wanted more money? It was all about the money and questioning. And then, you know, they won't let us go into the schools and all this. It was all, you know, all a smokescreen. And now, and there were some, some schools, first of all, they didn't even go back Raimondo pushed it back, so then they didn't have to go back until September 15th. Remember that? Then some of them still weren't ready. So then they needed till October. So some of them went back basically for a month, and then they did not go back after Thanksgiving. So, of course, the test results are brutal and terrible. But, of course, they had no problem when it came to introducing critical race theory and then trying to shout down anyone who would uh, speak out about, uh, against it <clears throat> and even get certain members of the media to attack parents that had a problem with it in the school. But I'll tell you, someone that controls, she controls the Biden administration. She controls the McKee administration. She controls Providence. I think Winsocket definitely warwick one, Pawtucket, of head of the union listen to her now try to say try
2: to do that they the are hotel. trying to
1: come back to the you schools know,
2: one and a lot of people heard this is that we tried to actually reopen schools more quickly than almost anybody else we know in-person learning is really important i sat on the formal commission we put a report out in august in april of 2020 about The steps
1: to reopen schools and how safety was a vehicle to reopen schools. Well, talk about a bold-faced lie. That's Randy Weingarten. Complete fabrication. But, folks, I believe right now at 1250 on this Friday that the education angle, that could be an angle to try to get some balance in the schools. And if you're thinking of running for office next year... I think you go all in about critical race theory. You know, let's wait and see how things are going to go in Virginia. Because as you heard, as Chris Wallace said, if McAuliffe goes down to defeat, which he could. Fox News poll has the Republican up eight points. The election is Tuesday. Um, that would be so major. But it would also be huge because then there's the path. There's the path forward. There is the path in order to have some balance, but only if they properly take advantage of it, right? If they take advantage of it. But folks, right now at 1251, I also think the Biden presidency should be an opening for those that want to run because we already know whether it's Governor McKee or whether it's Cicilline or Langevin, they're going to try to defend they're going to try to defend the Biden presidency that is absolutely failing. But also, folks, how about the fact? So, the Wall Street Journal published a letter to the editor from President Trump, and they are taking so much heat over that. And all these people saying, you know, the lies and blah blah blah. I I read it. The things he pointed out, they don't even talk about what part that they don't agree with. So the Wall Street Journal has written a new piece, The Facts on Trump's Fraud Letter. Uh, It reflects on his fitness for 2024 and the fact he's still news. So they write, the progressive parsons of the press are flooded that we published a letter to the editor from former President Donald Trump, objecting to the editorial, pointing out he lost Pennsylvania by 80,000 votes. We trust our readers to make up their own minds about his statement. We think it's news when an ex-president who may run in 2024 wrote what he did, even if his claims are bananas. Now, that's what they write. Now, they continue. Trump's letters, his familiar barrage, 20 bullet points about alleged irregularities that he says proved the election was rigged. They write, it's difficult to respond to everything. It's part of his strategy. He tosses off enough unused, unsourced numbers in 30 seconds to keep a fact checker busy for 30 days. When one claim is refuted, he backs, is back with two more. To hi- this is Wall Street Journal now. To highlight a few, he objects to the way the Pennsylvania Supreme Court rewrote the deadline for mail ballots. We do too. But he insinuates the results include thousands of tardy votes and none of these should have been counted. They weren't, says the Wall Street Journal, per directive by Justice Alito. Those ballots were segregated as the court order. They're not included in the vote total. President Trump said 25,000 ballots were requested from nursing homes at the exact same time. His citation is um, Lindsey Graham alleging the fake votes in Pennsylvania. We mailed a follow-up. Graham office tell us there was allegation, many others. Uh, some of his figures appear to come from voter data. Uh, and they, they talk about that they've also looked into some of this. But, folks, see, the real thing, though, is... The fact that people even object that they printed the letter. And what do you think that is? They're signaling that he, they won't even let him write a letter. And then they're very, very loud about it. All right, it continues. Um, George's ballots were counted three times, signature check done. The Arizona audit was a dud. Michigan inquiry uh willful ignorance um trump's lawyers made baseless claims been sued for defamation Uh, that part you can't defend giuliani and and uh linwood um trump's making these claims elsewhere so we hardly did him a special favor by letting him respond to our editorial we offer the same courtesy the others we criticize even when they make allegations we think are false as for the media clerics their attempts to censor trump have done nothing to diminish his popularity Our advice would be to examine their own standards after they they fell so easily for false Russian collusion claims. They'd have more credibility in refuting Mr. Trump. So, you know, I thought he wrote a very powerful letter to the editor. He has a right to respond. But, folks, notice just the the attitude they take that you're not supposed to. They attack the Wall Street Journal. Don't publish his letter. Right't don't, don't even mention his like that's the attitude. How dare you? Don't even mention his name. Don't publish anything he sends. They can try all they want. But what's about to happen is watch these elections happening on Tuesday, both New Jersey and Virginia. Because folks, if in fact, the Biden presidency to me is, is really teetering on the edge. And if this whole thing falls apart in Washington, which it could and should. Then next year, Pelosi will be out. Republicans will retake the Senate. And folks, they are setting the table for 2024. This portion of the John DiPietro Show, folks, again, check out the website, dipietro.com. is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. You know, I love Brood Awakenings. I constantly, uh, as I meet with people all over the state, if there's someone wants to meet with me a certain area, I'll say meet me at the Cranston Brood Awakenings on Pontiac Avenue. If there's someone in Providence, I say meet me at the Brood Awakenings 100 Westminster. Uh, if there's someone over in the Johnston North Providence area, I'll say meet me at the Brood Awakenings in Johnston. And then he also has one, Bald Hill Road in Warwick. There's a Brood Awakenings near you. It's fresh food, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or even later on. Again, direct link. Support them. They're local. They're terrific. And uh, I really love they're acai bowls those are just delicious stop it and see them everything fresh at brood awakenings so folks next hour no i will talk about um the real battlegrounds and i think this would be good for the republicans in our area running next year folks the real battlegrounds are becoming the school committees and i think it's terrific you know last night um, I wish I had gone to that, but Barrington, you know, they have the school committee. People are turning out. You saw what happened in North Kingstown. People, parents are getting more engaged. And that, I can't stress this enough. If Terry McAuliffe, if he goes down and defeat, he was the one that said parents don't have a right to tell teachers what's to be taught in the school. If he goes down and defeat, this is just huge for the Republican Party, for change. People will only put up with so much. And that's a big part of it. So that is something to watch. But the school committees, wherever you're listing right now, you need to get involved. And that's a good office to run for. I know there's a number of you that would like to run for office. And maybe you don't want to be at the state house, And maybe you don't want to run for town council or city council. But get involved with the school committee Get involved with your school committee. Folks, somebody has got to speak up. Someone has to speak up instead of teaching these kids that if you're white, your parents are racist, your grandparents were racist. You know, making them get up, apologize to the class. If a, if a, a student who's white gets an A, wow, well, you got an A because of your white privilege. Someone has to speak up or do it for your grandchildren. I think there are real opportunities, whether it is whatever community, wherever you're listening Whether you're in Rentham or Bellingham or Lincoln or wherever you can hear my voice, get involved. Run for school committee. I think it's terrific that the school committees are becoming the new battlegrounds. People have had it. These failing public schools, the indoctrination. And remember, folks, they want to do. Remember, they want to take start taking over children at age three. What do you think is going to happen with universal Uh, Home care, pre-K, they want to start it then. All right, now next hour, uh, folks, it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. Now, President Biden is overseas. We're going to get an update, the 1 o'clock news. Next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or, in fact, you can listen online at the website, which is to Petro.com. So we are going to break for the 1 o'clock news. And then we have another... Full hour to go. Leave it. Leave it right here. AM 1380. 99.9 FM. A lot more to get to. Plus the latest on the breaking news with uh, President Biden overseas, and the latest also on the mandate.